You're listening to the Archie J Experience Millennial Conversations because sometimes therapy's just not in the budget. What is happening, lovers and friends? I hope that everything has been good in your life. And I know that the show has not been as consistent as it normally has in the past, but listen, welcome to 2020. Uh, You know, things are just up in the air. Things are just, you know, we are just living life. And I just want to take today's show and just a complete good vibes. It's not interview style and whatever have you. It's actually been almost two years to the date. Um, My best friend Raven Ashley is joining us today. You know her on social media, entrepreneur, the millennial businesswoman, and overall entertainer to me. If you follow her, you will understand that and you will get that very, very soon. But yeah, it's almost two years to the date. 10, 8, 18, you showed up on episode six. It was experiences of friendships. And now you are here for another good key. I said, I said, you know, I really don't want, I don't really want to, I don't want to, I don't really, I don't want to interview nobody. I just want to catch up with the mic in front of, you know, in front of our faces and just chit chat and just let it, let it all hang out. Let it be real, raw, and relevant. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, why is that clicking? (laughs) That was- Wow. Yeah. Taglines, but for college radio. That was a tagline in college radio. Um, most people know by now. It, it, actually, and if you have not listened to episode six, I would advise you go to episode six and then come back here. Just yeah. come back here yeah. just to get the full circle situation. Yeah, um, but I am so glad that you're here. You look beautiful. I haven't seen you forever, but I you, know. you look beautiful. Thank you. Um, how do you feel today? Today I feel good. It's yeah. been, you know, it's, I'm in St. Louis. It's mm-hmm. been kind of like gray all day. So yeah. not really the most enjoyable day, but you know, adulting, doing stuff, uh-huh. getting a, okay, you want some inside tea? Oh, already, uh, already. We inside, <laughs> we inside and then we tea. Now, this is really for y'all to know how raggedy I am. I had to go to the DMV because I didn't got a ticket. I got a court date and everything. Because my my plates on my car, I bought a new car. So I bought a new car. Mm-hmm. And I put the plates from my old car on my new car. Uh, and I never got plates for the new car. And I just finally got pulled over. After <laughs> oh, driving. so you was riding around with the old car's plates on? Listen. <laughs> and I finally got pops. I was like, damn. He pulled me over. I was like, sir, I, I could, I know. You do have a new car, but you've had the new car for about a year. Yeah. He was like, ma'am, I'm pulling you over because these plates are not to this vehicle and they're expired. I was like, damn. Got Look at- <laughs> 2020. 2020. So all day while I'm trying to be like, oh, you know, the day. Don't-. No, all day I've been running around trying to get that together because <laughs> I want to do a road trip even just to see you. Yeah, I know. Like, I can't drive four hours with these bad plates, like driving through the rural country of Missouri. Like, right. Well, 
you, yeah, I am in Kansas City, Missouri. As I talked about on the previous episode that happened a couple weeks ago, um, it was uh, experiences and something about OnlyFans and sex toys. Um, but I had briefly touched on it because I did like an interview on that and we kind of, you know, had a good moment on that show. Thank y'all for listening. But I want to talk about that, you know. So much has happened. Uh, I am home. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, why, I, why am I home? Yeah. You know, I, the, the, the real, the real, real, I'm home because I work from home. So, you know, that's still easy. I technically work in LA still, but I just had a very, very bad living situation and I came through with an out. I came through with an out and it's so crazy because I can't even recall if I, I touched, I don't think I got into the details, but I had, um. I had been living with this person for uh, almost two years, and it was just getting very toxic, very uncomfortable, very awkward, and it basically, you know, I was praying and praying and praying how I was going to get out of it. My mom's birthday was coming up towards the end of the summer, and I was like, I want to go home, and I am going to propose like maybe like subletting my room or whatever, and I was praying about it. I was like, okay, I'm going to bring it up, but before I could even bring it up, Homegirl was like, yeah, this ain't working for me, so I'm going to leave. I just want to give you the courtesy. And I was like, oh, okay, well, I don't have to look like the bad guy. Right, exactly, exactly. They see how God shows up and shows out, least yeah. expected. Yeah, and I don't, I don't even want to give that no energy, um, but I do, I wish her well. It was just like. It was just, it wasn't working. It really wasn't working. And maybe I can do a full show about just like living with people. Roommates, adult roommates. Because I feel like even having roommates in college and having a roommate as an adult, I've never had a roommate as an adult, but I know experiences that I had in college. That Trash. I mean, well, I lived with you. I lived with Archie like the what, how, the last year. Yeah. Well, really, I feel like we lived together like forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was, yeah. Yeah. But in technicality, we lived together for a year. But pre that, yeah, I've had some experiences. So yeah, that's a whole, that's a whole show. Yeah, it was it it was trash then, and it's trash now. So I just, yeah. I like, I just really cannot wait for that solo spot spot. Um, like actually in LA for myself. So we will get there. Um, but like I said, I wish her well. You know what? People always tell me that I am just a very emotional person. I really, I want to talk about that. Okay. Because I feel like we relate on that level. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I don't know. I may, no, I think we both uh, equally emotional. I think our emotions come through differently. <laughs> um, but, mm-hmm. you know, there's, uh, we're going to talk about some relationship but I just feel like dating. Mm-hmm. Why, 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 why are you so emotionally driven? I just, I feel like I don't have anything else to like. Like that's what keeps me going, whatever yeah. the emotion is. And I feel like when people use emotional, they always relate it to like somebody be crying all the time or somebody. You know, it's literally not that. Like you and I both, honestly, like. Crying is, it happens, it does but happen. like, that's like the last thing that's happening. Uh-huh. If we're crying, something's wrong, wrong. You know, <laughs> like, I feel like all the other emotions come first for me. So 
I just feel like if I'm really happy, I thrive on being really happy. If mm. I'm upset, I thrive on, like, when I'm mad, I want to be mad. If something has happened and I'm upset, I'm like, yes, I deserve to be oh, upset about this. I'm about to be mad as long as I can because I'm mad. Like, you know, so it's like every emotion that I feel, I feel very strongly, very deeply, and I, I be wanting to feel them. I guess the, the emotion that I reject the most is probably sadness. Like, I never want to be like this sad ass yeah. bitch. Like right. I don't, anytime that if I'm having an emotion, I would rather go and have that moment by myself because I don't want y'all thinking I'm weak. I don't want you to, you know, like yeah. in real life. So I thrive in all of my emotions and that's what keeps me going. But I try to only overtly show Something tells me, something in my head tells me that there's tears in your power. I mean, there's power in your tears. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I'm like something sick in my head be like, yeah, cry in front of this, cry in front of this person right now. So, you know, that they know that something is wrong and that, you know, because I feel like uh-huh. I can bring so much strength in other ways. I'm like, mm-hmm. no, I want you to feel uncomfortable right now. You See, know what I'm, I'm saying? And I'm not like that. Like, I feel like if I cry in front of you, that's giving you power over me. Like, so mm-hmm. how you feel like your te- tears are powerful towards them. I feel the opposite. Like, if you see me cry, then you're going to think you broke me. You're going to think I'm weak. And I'm yeah. not going to give you the satisfaction of thinking that. So that's yeah. very interesting of, like, the difference of feeling that emotion. Because I'm... I'm Cry? Hell no. Like, <laughs> tears? Drake? Like, no. I'm not about to cry. Uh-uh. No. Ooh. I remember the first time I cried in front of my, my exes, like, he was like, wow, she cries. I was like, I do. I'm sad. I really love you. But, like, no, I don't. Mm-mm. 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 You know, I just want to give you all a disclaimer that uh, this is going to be a toxic episode. Not <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna tell all my tea, and so that's gonna make Archie tell all his. Tea. I know he got me thinking he's so whatever. Like, no, this is the real Archie when he's with me. Not me. <laughs> you know what's so interesting because I am um I am home right now, and you know you live by yourself, but you've had many experiences being at home and like living in your in your parents' house and things like that. And I'm here now, and when I think about it. I have not been here. This is the long period, the longest period, the long, a long periodically time um, <laughs> that I have been in this house since like uh-huh. living here. Because I remember after college, came home for about five weeks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, then I moved to LA, kind of gave up, moved back for five weeks. And then top of quarantine, I came back home, came back home for five weeks. <laughs> It's that five weeks, but now it's like lengthy and I really, you know what, to be honest, I don't have nothing bad to say about it. I don't have nothing bad to say about it just because I do have like a different household and I will say um, it's mostly like with my mom because like my dad does not live here and then my sister has her own space but for like a week she was here and I was really on edge because I love my sister but us just under one roof can just be a lot Mm -hmm. um which is natural normal it's natural it's normal I don't even know how I got here I don't even want to talk about this no more (laughs) okay but you know, such as life, we were such talking as about life. You being at home, you know, like, so how does it, okay, so basically I think what we were getting at is how does it feel 
mm-hmm. being out? Like, what is, what's the vibe? What's the thought process? It's been good. You know, I've been able to pay off a couple things. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I said, under 25ers, stay at home as long as you can. <laughs> stay at home as long as you can. Like, if you can pay off your college uh, low, whatever that is, under that time, good for you. But, the U.S. is never getting that back from me. Huh? I said the U.S. is never getting that back from me. They never getting it back? My student loans? What? What happens, yeah. though? Like, if you, like, because people be graduating and getting masters at, like, 60. So, like, you die with it and then it go to your kids? And, like, be like, deal with it? Maybe I don't want it to go to my kids. Because if you left with the, like, debt goes to, like, your next I people. Guess. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Well, whoever gets in the office needs to get rid of that. Anyway. Honestly. So, I mean. Back to me at home. Listen, I'm here and I'm having a good time. As y'all can see, the um, living situations are so luxurious. <laughs> this fucking wall, this backdrop has been doing it for me all it fucking really week. It has been doing it for me too. That's why I was like, I want one. Like, oh my god, notes from work because I work from home. Like, <laughs> right, right. So let's talk about it. Um, dating, dating. I've done it this year. I might be doing it again. Who knows? Uh, but I was really dating somebody towards the end of the summer. Okay. And how mm-hmm. was that? Hmm. Beginning I had fun. End. I had fun. Okay. I did have fun. I did have fun. And I actually was happy. Okay. Um, but, you know, I was actually uh, dating someone. Um, throughout the most of the quarantine process and it was actually someone who i had known for about seven eight years okay and it was fun like you know we were just like exploring that realm of the dynamic um there was a trip to la and i just felt like it was it was really really cool mm-hmm. you know it off. like things are great the vibe is good yeah yeah and then it came it came to an end and it was actually like not become like not because of my ending. Like I didn't, I didn't end it. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So Wait. I just, yeah. And it, and the, basically the reasons were um, that you know they needed to figure out some couple things more with themselves before they just like jump into a relationship. Understandable. Handle your scandal. Um, but you know, it was said to me that. I am not self-willed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. They said that? Yeah. Okay, what does that mean? That's what I was trying to figure out. So in the conversation, I had looked up synonyms for self-willed. I had said, hold on. Yeah, I need some more. I mean more. That's what I said. I said, so you mean like headstrong? I'm not headstrong enough? Uh-huh. <laughs> and you know you know you know me so i can be like you know teetering the fence a bit i i have i'm like i don't know which one to go with um sometimes i can be doubtful of things when my gut really knows and maybe you know people just want somebody to just be like yeah this is it um i don't know but in that process of saying that i was not self-willed and not confident uh not gonna lie, I felt like it take a shot at my ego. 
yeah of course right i felt like yeah. somebody was calling me a bitch and i was like <laughs> i was like okay that's cool um and you know it really it really took me off guard for a second but i was really proud of myself just because i kind of knew that something was coming and i had i maybe sat in that for 24 hours that's fine have your moment but i just don't agree at the end of the day yeah like you can feel that way but i don't agree with you you know mm -hmm. um so do so you yeah. feel like you didn't feel heartbroken or like disappointed or like though since the topic is emotions we'll go with emotions right. for the rest of the show so yeah. what was that emotion that emotion was it was um i was disappointed you know, I was I was definitely very proud that the conversation was had just because nobody wants to be strung along. Um, but, you know, I was disappointed just because I was actually like I saw it for myself. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and I was just thinking, like, people really be, you know, talking to people, dating people, and they could really you could really be on two different spectrums of the thought process. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. that's crazy yes like could literally be yeah we're in the same book but you're definitely in chapter five and i'm definitely in chapter 12 so right what i'm talking about you don't even get it because you're just not on you're just not at that chapter yet. and it doesn't mean like one is moving faster than the other it's just an example of how you can be in the same situation mm -hmm. but like looking at it two completely different ways right and i think that that's yeah that is very disappointing yeah. especially when you thought that it was so can you be friends in a situation like that post because that was also brought to me saying like yeah like i just want to be homies um i think depending on how long not not long because i don't think longevity has anything to do with it i think it would depend on how deep i felt about the situation like right. if i was really like this is if I'm really thinking like this is it or like this could be it you know it's feeling good it's looking good I don't I couldn't see this going wrong and then it does go wrong no I probably no I'm good I'm good because clearly there's something about me and this might not be right we already said it's gonna be toxic but like clearly there's something about me that you don't want so you don't get to have me at all and that's not for every situation but there's some situations where it's like nigga no like, because I really thought that we were good and you like flipped the script. So you stay over there yeah. and I'm going to go over here. Like, cause clearly you're in another script anyway. So you stay on your script and right. I'm going to go to, my I'm very like, mm -mm, you don't know. Mm -mm. I will cut it off because I can't have that lingering teeter totter thing of like, I think we're cool, but sometimes we kiss or like whatever, like, no. Right yeah so that's just me i mean how did you feel that you want to be at that time i was like no i said mm -hmm. no and you know that was pretty much the gist of it we had a conversation a week uh from that date and mm -hmm. it was just i actually wanted to talk to this person specifically just because like i had good news in my life and i was like you know what surprisingly enough because i think i i was i'm older now I, i'm not gonna dwell on something especially if you don't want me I'm going to keep mm -hmm. it moving because it is out there for me. And the, the future over here, honey, mm -hmm. looks good. I don't know what that's giving, but this is great because I know what I got to give. But it took me 
honestly got over it in under three days, which was like, I thought that was crazy, but I'm like, not really, because I was in a relationship, right? You know what I'm saying? Especially if you were like dating somebody and you actually didn't really see them because you're in different places. Right. True. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's like, okay, the FaceTime conversation stopped. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'll read a book. I get that. I feel that. Okay. I feel that. I think I get very emotionally invested in situations. I feel you. So it being over is like such a loss to me that it's like I almost mourn it like a death. Yeah. So I. I don't, so it, depending on the situation, I can get over it, like, mm, I'm over it, like, mm-hmm. but if it's been that deep for me, I'm, like, mourning it, like, right. yeah. I mourn breakups, because I'm never gonna talk to you again, Right. to me, like, that's how I feel, like, so you might as well be dead, sorry, and I know that that's so dramatic and so harsh, but you're dead to me, without me, I'm never gonna say that, but mm-hmm. I'm mourning the loss of you in my life as if you died, and then I'm never gonna talk to you again. Yeah, for sure. And I think, I think that like, that's what I had to do for that period of time. Um, but I don't know, we had had a conversation. Like I said, I had good news, just wanted to check in and just be like, you know what, I just wanted to because I really didn't really communicate that much when it was brought to me. And I was like, yeah, I just wanted to just maybe like talk about my feelings. Um, and I just want to tell you like this good news that I have going on. And you know, it was cool. And it was cool. And it was cool like that. <laughs> Isn't that a song? <laughs> but and then and then it was um for some reason it just it went to um I felt when I get anxious and when I feel like something's not right and people are not perceiving what I'm saying, um, I feel uncomfortable because I'm like, this is not what I intended, this wasn't the intent. Why are we even going down here? Faces are changing and dialogue is becoming very short. Um, but yeah, I basically was, the conversation was just like, yeah, cool. Like, you know, I'll check in or something like that. Or I'll, 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 I don't know. I'll like, I'll talk to you later. And I was just like, I did say mm-hmm. if I, if I'm okay with that though, you know? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it was perceived as if I was like dangling something over this person's head, you know, just because I wanted to maybe toy with toy with the person or whatever and it just got very hostile Mm -hmm. and following that I was just like if that's the energy I don't I don't need to be a part of this you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because it's Mm -hmm. all light and love it's really all light and love and I and I'm not I'm not talking bad about nobody it's really all light and love on this end and I know even that party is aware of that so Mm -hmm. but it's just like if if we can't be on the same page with like communication. And that was also something that was uh, maybe a slight issue just because we communicate different. Um, why, why even go through the suffering yeah. of it? Yeah. And sometimes that friendship, people are so quick to try to like jump into like, okay, well, I don't like you. I don't want to be in a relationship with you, but I do want to be your friend and let's start tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You can't do that. It's right. just not possible. Right. Like the feelings that, you all have had for each other and just in a grand scheme, not even just your specific situation. You know, if we've gone from being together every day or talking every day or going on dates every weekend and laid up in the bed and da da da, all these things, all these emotions, all these thoughts that you have that are normal and you're just thinking that this could be it and you're so happy. And then it, somebody's like, I don't want to do it anymore. Okay, fine. But I can't just immediately tomorrow be like, 
what you doing? Like, no, like I need to function. I need to regroup how I feel and how I can handle this, you know? So I think sometimes the mistake is maybe it was just too soon for y'all to try to do that. Like, it doesn't necessarily mean that next month, next week, y'all can't be cool. Mm -hmm. But, you know, like, and I think that that's something that is that people hold on to of like, well, they said they still wanted to be friends. It's like, okay, but I think that just means that they don't hate you. Right. And like, right. they still need a second, you know? So basically like you're saying like, I'm not toying with you. I'm not mm-hmm. dangling. I'm just saying like, sure, at some point, I don't hate you. Like you said, it's love and light over here. And when I feel ready, since clearly you have already decided that you're ready, when I get there, I'll meet you there. Right. That's it. That's it to me. To me. I mean, have, you, have, you, have you watched Girlfriends on Netflix yet? Yes, absolutely. I am actually watching it with my other best friend, Estelle. Uh-huh. And Wait, I, I'm on season two. Okay, because ju- I'm at the end of season three. I'm on episode like 23 because there's 25 okay. in season because okay. I'm like really trying to get through it. And I feel like it'd be cracking me up. I, there's, there's no relevance in this. But I just feel like these li- they're, they're like dating stories. It's just so crazy and it's like so aligned with a lot of stuff they were doing because they were like the end of 20s and things. Yeah. Like our age, essentially, and when it first came out twenty years ago, yeah. I could not get with it. Obviously, it was too right. grown; it was way over my head. Never would have been able to understand or relate. But now, watching it, I'm like, "Wow, that's me," or "That's me," or "Wow, I've had a guy like that," or mm-hmm. "Like it's." Mm-hmm. And yeah. I'm just, I'm so happy that they're like getting their like moment in 2020. So happy. we love our black queens. We um. But oh, also on that day though, when when the conversation all happened, you know, uh-huh. I got I got I got really really sick. Okay, I did. I got really really sick, and um, that has been crazy. You say what? Reported drink. I like how I really. <sighs> okay, we gotta talk about COVID nineteen. Okay, let's talk about it. <sighs> I really was having the best summer. I was at brunches. I wasn't bothered. I was avoiding COVID-19. I was on flights, okay? And then I want to come home, and then my sister's job gives it to the house. I was like, now, ain't this some shit? It's nothing to play with. So if you can stay healthy the whole time, stay healthy, y'all. Stay in the house. I I have a lot. Okay, so share with us your experience. Well, I had a lighter situation for sure. It did start off a bit rocky. Mm-hmm. It started off a bit rocky for the first day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like I had chills. I felt really weak. Um, my throat hurted for a second. My this The right side of my face would go numb for a minute. And then I lost my sense of taste and smell. I couldn't taste food. It was horrible. It was horrible. It was really, really horrible. It was trash out the ass. Um, And I actually, I'm still in the process. So I'm on like day 10, 9, something like that. And I actually just got like the senses uh, yesterday. Yeah. I can taste, yeah. Which I was mm-hmm. sick about because I had called up some friends I know had had it. And I was just like, so when did you get your sense of taste back? He said, I still ain't got it. 
That was like two months ago. And then it had called oh, one of my God. friends. He was like, it took me five weeks. Five weeks. So first of all, thank you, God, because I'm blessed to have my yeah. back. But I was like, I won't be able to taste. For five weeks, two months. <sighs> I would have died. Yeah. How, how Have you, like, known anybody in, like, the St. Louis area that, like, they got it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, every person that I've known, no one has been, like, direct to me. It's mm. been, like, oh, you know, such and such a guy. And I'm like, oh, damn, for real. You know, like, so nobody's been super close to me that's gotten it. But everybody, I haven't had any, There, I haven't been personally connected to any, like, detrimental cases. Right. Like you, like, yeah, I got it. I felt bad for a couple days and then like I'm back out. You know? Yeah. So it's been pretty light over here as well, as far as my the people I know are concerned. So I had a scare early on, early in Mm. it, probably like June-ish, June. Really was like, This is it. I'm about to die. Like Cause you know I'm dramatic. Like <laughs> the, the way worse stuff than that. I'm about to die. It's over. I literally, and that was my whole thing with COVID. It was like, honestly, this cannot be what takes me out. All the shit that I've done, and right. I'm not even gonna go down the line and like glorify it. But all the shit that I've done, oh all the God. risky shit that I do, still <laughs> on the daily. She said, "Do." And a fucking cold is taking me out. No, no, this is not what's getting me. Absolutely not. So, like, yeah. so that's been my attitude towards COVID. Like, you are not getting me, bitch, Miss Rona. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. No. Let me I, be quiet because, you know. Okay. Be Listen, so, he, he, be, he be playing games. He a funny, he a funny man. Uh, <laughs> What I do think I would advise everybody to do this if you do happen to get it or experience it, take an apple cider vinegar shot a day or two of them. My mom had us like on some serious situation. There was like gargle with salt water. We were taking apple cider vinegar shots. I went to Whole Foods, maybe while I had the COVID, and got like seven shots for immunity booster and all this other stuff. And on medicine nonstop, even if you feel well on medicine, we were knocking it out because I heard people were just like, yeah, I got it. So I'm gonna just wait it out and sit at home for, for 14 oh. days. No, we were like, it, we were drugged up up in the house. Okay. Yeah. We, <laughs> yes, absolutely. But take apple cider vinegar shots. I would highly recommend that. But you know who else got COVID? Yeah. Your man's. Your president of the United your man's. States. Get your man's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not laughing. So I saw this and I was like, wow. Okay, wow. First of all, I saw it five five hours later because once I shut that laptop for my regular job, I don't know, no news. I don't know, no news until the next morning or before I go to bed. But I saw it and I was like, oh, snap. And mind you, this was like right after, oh my God, did you see the presidential debate? It was- I did not watch the debate. I just saw like the highlights and the articles the next day to get the general gist. Yeah, but, yeah, I did. I did. It was right after that, and he was just talking about uh, Biden's rally sizes, and he was just like, "Cause nobody wants to come to yours. Nobody wants to come to your rallies. No one, no one. I, because people like me, they show up. They show up without a mask. All his people, they don't be wearing masks. Yeah, they showed up and they showed out. <laughs> Gave you something to go home with. 
Wow. Don't you hate them kind of party favors? Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I really have a hard time with people like wishing this man dead, though, just because of my spirit. I, I understand. I understand yeah. who he is yeah. and what he's done. But I'm yeah. not going to say it out of my mouth. That's just fucked up. No, I'm not saying that. Like, that, there's just, no. I just believe in full circle too much. Yeah. I'm not wishing death on nobody. But, you know. Am <laughs> I sad? Right. No, I'm not <laughs> sad, but I don't wish you to die. Right, right. Did you die? Like, did you die? Did um, you die? He's like, going to be so excited, though. He's going to be so, so excited. He's going to use this against us once he bounces back. He's going to be like, I'm incredible. I told you guys that it was just minimal. I wasn't downplaying it. Boy, shut your ass up. I, because I'm, look, I always have to put my, like, real, I'm very much so, like, Cardi B vibes. Like, I might not know all the technical terms, but the shit that I be saying be right. And, like, so, like, I be ready, but I'm like, let me just chill. Like, let me chill. It's not my, it's not on brand for me because mm -hmm. I don't want to, like, spread wrong information. I'm very opinionated. Like, my whole brand is op-ed. Do not look at me for the facts. I'm telling you how I feel. Yeah. But, like, yeah. How you feel I'm about good. Kamala? I mean, is it, that's, isn't that how you say it? Kamala, Kamala Harris, yep. Okay, okay. It's I like comma. Cool. It's like a comma. Comma, love, yeah. love, love. Okay. I mean, she's, she cool. Like, she's black woman, always going to support that. Rooting for everybody black, no matter what. Okay. Everybody's like, well, she used to do this, and she used to, I mean, okay, but pick your lesser of two evils at this point, because I don't need y'all on some, like, I'm not voting because, the no. Like, that's not the answer. Yeah. That's not what we're going to do. Like, feel how you want to feel. The facts are the facts. Absolutely. But we're not going to take away that one, this is a success. Mm -hmm. History in the making. Mm -hmm. It already is history, no matter if it goes all the way or it doesn't. Like, we are going to respect this Black woman for what, the, what she's representing yeah. and what she's been able to accomplish regardless before we put this man back in the office. Like, and I think, so my personal opinion of her, I don't really think I have one to matter, to share. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, this is a good thing. It has to be. We have to make this be a good thing. It has to be better than what we have now, you know? Right. That's where I'm at with that. How do you feel about it? You know, uh, I remember when she was first running for president and she had all this information was coming out with, you know, how she like locked you know, mm -hmm. black man up and all this other stuff and those D DA cases and things. So I was like, ah, that's weird. But yeah. I mean, once I found out that, you know, she was the running mate, you know, this is an opportunity for history. We actually have seen history with a black woman on the ticket. So I was like, let's acknowledge that. And the country's been trash for the last four years. So if they can do a little something to get it back up to where Obama had it, let's just go ahead and do the right thing and all get involved. Oh, thank you. Hello. Exactly. That's, all. That's it. That's all. That's, That's all. all. You do not have to wear shirts with her face on it if you don't want to, honey. I just need you to vote for her so or vote for them mm -hmm. so we can get that out. That's yeah. all. Yeah. That's all. Like, so that's that's me. 
There it is. I also want to say, just to go back on all the other stuff that I was talking about with the emotions and, and, and relationship stuff, what I was telling you, just because like we go through things in our personal lives that we don't share on air all the time. Uh, I know we open books, but like we were talking about stuff. And for me, I really think um, like just working on myself and having these affirmations in the morning and like doing meditation, and, like really working on my mental before I start a day and then involve myself in anybody else's energy was just like that. And then also writing it down and journaling. So I just don't want to like leave that on a cliffhanger. It happened. We all date. We're all under, you know, uh, whatever, 35 millennial conversations. And I mean, there are people older to listen, and I thank you so much. I don't mean to exclude you, uh, but I'm just saying. We appreciate you. <laughs> we appreciate you. But I'm just saying, like, just, I had to just, like, write it down and yeah. move on, you know, and I'm good. And, you know, I, I wish everybody well, and um, I'm going to do me. So I do want to talk to you about something, because there are some things going on. I want to talk a little bit about a hot topic, if that's okay. okay. Some things uh-huh. happening in the media. Mm-hmm. So Blueface is starting his own Bad Girls Club, and he shared some audition tapes from potential contestants, including former reality star Sydney Starr, who we interviewed before in college. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. We need to link that, that video, BT does, so we can find it. <laughs> <laughs> right, we'll link the video below. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> but, but... Do you have you seen Blueface on like Shea Room or do you follow him? He really has like these random girls in his house in the middle of a pandemic and they just be fighting. He disgusts me, honestly. I'm I'm not a fan. I like the um uh, Tatiana, the song. I was like, I know the dance. Like I like that, but like, no. He just said he's disgusted me since that whole thing with his mom when I don't know if you remember. I think when they like, fight. Yeah, and he was, like, throwing her out and mm. his sister. And it was just a lot. And I was, like, honestly, like, all of those, like, little niggas, like, him and, like, NBA young boy. Mm. And, like, I it's just this, a lot for me. I saw this. Uh, it was this video, and they put, like, a little meme text to it. It was just, like, a girl who was driving in her white little car whatever, and she had the gas, like, the whole nozzle and the cord to the nozzle, like, hanging out of her car in the, in the little gas situation whole thing. And they were like, this is, this is NBA Youngboy's, uh, like, his, his fan, fan base. Was, and she was literally listening to NBA Youngboy while she was driving. Like... We wish I I cannot like I have I he, I'm just not a fan. Mm-hmm. I every time I hear him I think about so <laughs> so I was dating this guy. He was younger than me, mm-hmm. and that's already not necessarily my tea. Um, <laughs> right. He's older, <laughs> but I did really like him, and every time we would have sex, he would have NBA Young Boy playing. What? <laughs> God, <laughs> and I'd be like, "Can we please?" I am an listen? adult. I'm a grown ass woman, and this is how I know that you be with little ass girls. Cause what is this music? This is not doing it for me, sir. Sir, excuse me. But it's fine. It's I'm fine. sorry, you had to go through that. Yeah, it must have been on. good because you was listening to that music just nonstop. I was like, "Can you put on Tony Braxton, please?" <laughs> taking it, like <laughs> literally taking it, mm-hmm. like so. I can't, like okay. anytime I hear it now, I relate it back 
to that and i'm like honestly i'm not i'm, I'm not here for it yeah i'm not but- well, since we're talking about bedroom stuff, Tyga is the latest celebrity to create a little bit of buzz for himself on OnlyFans. However, he is really making some noise, seeing as uh, photos of him completely nude have been uploaded to the app. Uh, word, uh, word is the photos were leaked, while others were saying they were uploaded. Uh, nonetheless, the content is up there. It's on social media right now. People are swelling it around. Before the show started, I did obtain them, and I sent them over to Raven. <laughs> That's why y'all got a little jig when he said that. Because if you haven't seen them, I suggest you go find them. I'll send them to you. Send me a DM. I was kind of I, I, You know, I, I, when I saw it, I was like, good for Kylie. I don't know why I always go back to her. But I'm like, she really had fun. That was really what you needed, sis. What your young ass. Um, what was I saying? Oh, but the thing was, the interesting information, the photos were leaked, actually. He found out, and then he scammed the scammer because he then put them up on OnlyFans so people could buy into, get them, you know? But somebody else leaked them. It was... I see. See, I didn't even know what the backstory was. Okay, okay. Go ahead, yeah. Tiger. We love to see it. Sending your message, answering questions. Ask Archie. Ask Archie. We actually should do something like this in college. That's so funny. Uh, ask Archie or Raven. Oh my God. Can y'all, do we just need to bring Raven back? Yes. <laughs> full time. Full time. Yes. Everybody, we gonna get over here. We gonna chat. Can we please? Because it was really like the best ever. Like, it you was know, great. Because they were trying to blackball us. Like, we was really the ship at 18, 19, 20, 21. Like, we talked about this on episode six. How they tried yeah. to... Yeah, they. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Mm-hmm. Go listen mm-hmm. to episode six and come back for more. Um, but here we are. Ask Archie. Um, and the first one is actually, what's the best way to move past? What? Why did I pick one of these? What's the best way to move past rejection, whether it's a job rejection or a romantic rejection? I mean, I feel like I kind of touched on that today, but what, what would you say? Um. I would say the best way to move past rejection is to not take it personally. And Mm. that's very easier said than done. And I'm going to elaborate on that because it's very easy to get rejected romantically, get rejected from a job, get rejected, whatever, and immediately feel like it's because I wasn't good enough. Nine times out of 10, that's not what it is. It's literally the other person, the entity of the organization, or whatever the case may be that you just weren't a great fit for them. That doesn't mean that you're not going to be a great fit somewhere or with someone else. The last relationship, seriously relationship that I was in, I said to him, you are an amazing man and you deserve for somebody to love you the same way that you love. And I'm just not, it has nothing to do with you. It's literally me. Mm -hmm. That's it. Like everybody can't communicate that to you. So you as a person just have to internally hold that of knowing like, this is not a me thing. Like, if they're specifically saying, like, yeah. I don't want to be with you because whatever, you know, then that's different. But, like, in an overall just general rejection, it don't take that personally as to thinking that there's something wrong with you. You just might not be, you're a great guy, just not their great guy, you know? Or you're a great girl, just not his great girl. And there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. 
And that's the best way. That's the best way to like the best one to kind of receive when it's a rejection is like what you explain. And I feel like that's kind of what I went through. It's like, listen, it's really like, I just need more time to figure it out. And it was just like X, Y, and Z and very like thought out and and adult or whatever adult. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, at the end of the day, I really commend um, those ways of rejection. And it's, yeah, like, it's like, it's, it's just easier too. Cause it's like, you can kind of moved on. It's not like you were, you saw that rejection, like, right. like somebody like physically rejected you in bed or like you saw somebody cheating so that you knew that, you know, that mm-hmm. verified that you weren't it and all this other stuff. Um, so like actually having a, a, a conversation that's like meaningful and um, to receive that from your other partner, if you're the one being rejected um, shows that they really care. And they respect you enough to give you that because you don't really don't have to do that these days. And people no. don't. Yeah. I don't begin that. I begin playing like a motherfucking piano. <laughs> <laughs> a baby grand? Which kind? A baby grand because I'm little. Whatever. Shit. Silly. I begin to play so I won't even trip. So you out here getting rejected? No, you and Raven Ashley's in the same boat. Cheers, bitches. Okay, I don't believe you getting rejected like that. I ain't gonna play. Like I ain't even gonna guess, y'all. Like I realized I took that a little far, but there have <laughs> there have been some moments though. There have been some moments. Just know that I relate. I feel you. I feel you. I'm here. Hey, breathe. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I told y'all my drink. Okay, I'm just. This is the last one. Oh, Lord. Listen, I can't wait till I can have a drink again because I am still dealing with my uh, results and everything like that. And I'm actually trying to do as long as I can without the drink. But I'm not going to lie. When I told you I came home, I didn't really talk about this. I drove. I did. But, like, I drove across the country again. Again? This is the second time. A second time. Like, I was like, all right, now, God, next time I go back out there, I'm going to get a new car. I'm getting a new car. Yeah. Yeah, but yes, stressful. Drove across the country, stopped in New Mexico, had a fun time by myself. I wish it was like you know a little situation out there. So that that big thank you. But why was I talking about this? Um, Oh right, because you had a drink. So I drove and I brought back some nice old edibles. So I did have one today, and it's been about two weeks since I had one, and I feel really good. So I'm thanking y'all for being here. We are rocking on this show. They're like, why are we listening to these drunk heads? <laughs> drunk. Listen, we're having a good time. So it is. Been- <laughs> I'm fucking happy to be here. Like, honestly, they are. So, <laughs> uh, so it, it has been less than two months. Um, next question. It has been less than two months since we came home from our honeymoon. And my husband is refusing to have sex because it took me weeks to find this out, but I made a comment in front of his family joking about him not doing anything around the house. Um, so basically we had planned to have children soon. We are 32 and 26. Oh my God. But now I'm wondering if I want to marry someone uh, who holds like such a secret and petty grudges and, um, you know, plays games with such an important relationship. So she made a joke. He got mad. Right. And didn't and talk about it, but you say he didn't, he didn't do nothing around the house or she didn't do anything around the house in front of the parents. But they already married? Uh-huh. See, that'd be the struggle. That, that'd be it right there. And that's why... Fan, dating, family. Yeah. That's why dating is important. And honestly, 
truly take those red flags in the beginning mm -hmm. as exactly that. Because I, a similar situation happened to me um, not too long ago where it was, it just wasn't that deep. Like, it just wasn't that deep. I'm, I'm not understanding why we're actually even fighting about this. Like, when I, I don't even like repeating the story because it sounds like the stupidest thing that I've ever said in my life. Like, this, this is dumb. Mm -hmm. So, but the best advice that I got was actually from another guy that I was talking to, not dating, just somebody that I talked to. And he was like, you know, take that as a good thing though, because and it, the, it was so short, the relationship for lack of better words, was only like a month and a half, like wasn't even long. And he was like, take that as a good thing because imagine had he pulled this shit six months from now, a year from now, and y'all are into it and falling out and breaking up over something so little. So to this example of, Y'all are married now. So, mm -hmm. I mean, you asking, should I want to be married to somebody? Girl, it's too late to be asking that. So now we got to start figuring out, y'all got to go to counseling or y'all need to sit down and have a heart to heart or whatever. Um, definitely, it's not grounds for divorce unless he's just really that crazy. But yeah, we're past that, sis. So mm -hmm. you on your own, you got to figure that out. But just know as for other people listening, that is the importance of dating. And sometimes when those bad things happen early on and you're very disappointed about it, take that as like a God wink of like, yeah. see, this nigga crazy. Like. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Because you, you, that's like really childish. So I would definitely handle that like she said so i thank y'all for sending those in um you can hit me up on social media at rtj speaks um and rtj speaks at gmail.com and we will get to that there's a hypothetical question that was proposed um it was basically I, earlier i was talking to some of my coworkers, a hypothetical situation so if you were living your life you're married whatever you're married whatever um and all of a sudden whatever. So your partner gets on a plane and their like their plane gets like lost in the sky for like five years. So you like move on with your life and, but they end up coming back. Right. So like maybe the plane finally landed or like whatever they come back after you thought they were gone. Mm -hmm. Like you thought they were gone. They showed up after five years and you have a whole new life, maybe like a new family. Mm -hmm. Do you come back with the old family or do you stay with that one? I definitely I definitely think you stay with that. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I would have to see. Because I think it's going to depend on how you felt about right, 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 right. your original family in the first place. And so, because I know that that kind of happened on, sorry, if anybody's binging Gossip Girl, Gossip Girl is my favorite thing in the whole wide world, but I am about to give a spoiler. XO, XO, Gossip Girl. <laughs> your one and only hookup to New York's Manhattan. Yes. Yeah, so please fast forward. I'm giving you enough lead time. This is a spoiler alert if you're watching Gossip Girl for the first time. But when we thought Chuck's dad was dead and Lily went and married, um, what's his name, Humphrey's dad or whatever, and started this whole new life, and then Bart Bass came back mm. and because he was never really dead. He was just whatever he had going on. And she ended up leaving Humphrey to go back with Bart, but why right you know but it's a, it's something of 
what would you do if your billionaire husband has died and then you marry your broke ass high school sweetheart and then your billionaire husband comes back i mean if you thought they died though didn't the money go to you so you can do now you got the money <laughs> exactly <laughs> That too. That right. too. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I think that that's something that is very much so. Oh, it's Amber Alert, child. Mm-hmm. What? Oh, no. Yeah, it's Amber Alert out here. That's not funny. Yeah. I hope they find that kid. You know, yeah. Or don't. But anyway, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I would do. I think it would depend on. I got the Amber Alert too. See? <laughs> green. They think y'all that far? Is it the Raytown PD? Yeah. Yes. That's over here. That's three hours away from you. Because they could be on their way here. Okay. Dang. Mm-hmm. Anyways, sorry, Missouri stuff. Sorry, Missouri. Exactly. <laughs> 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 Dang, what? Because you know nobody in California got that umbrella right exactly. now. <laughs> but what if they did get on a plane? See, they'd be slacking. They need to sit out. Mm-hmm. um okay so hypothetical we got it we got it we got it man i really do appreciate you for stopping by i've been trying to get her to have this conversation with me for about two weeks a week and a half and she's been booked okay. and busy and blessed and like what about tonight yes yes need an update i just need a heads up <laughs> she is booked and busy and blessed so um i have to ask you i do it every episode for the most part answer this question or these questions for me our greatest battle is so my greatest joy is life the world is it's it's mm, the world no what the world needs what the world needs what does the world need that's my what the world needs now um sorry The world needs, I mean, in a generic answer, I think the world needs more connection. The more the world needs yes. more yeah, opportunities to be connected and to not be in such constant competition and at odds with each other. All of it. And that's not that's like, you know, people and how we take care of the world and you know, country to country and just in general. We just need to take care of each other a little better. No, I fully agree. I fully, 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 fully agree. Um, okay. All right. All right. All right, y'all. Listen, work with me. Work with me. Do we need to go to a commercial break? Yeah. I'm over here trying to. <laughs> I know we did. <laughs> I really missed. That was the most fun I had on that show. Yeah. Like, because we really would be listening to music and stuff. Like, I still have so- some of the clips. Like, it's so funny. Good, because it was so organic and good. Like, we really used to be in there talking about whatever. We used to have, like, little arguments ourselves. And, like, you mm-hmm. know, we're going to 
like and really be in the studio quiet like not talking to each other like it was really just genuinely organic conversation like <laughs> you remember you remember that thing i uh tagged you and i think it was on twitter with um 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 jocelyn from love and hip-hop and yes, Atl- yes. atlanta and stevie and it was like people also used to like want us to play their songs and stuff and it was just like they would try to like hunt us down and then we would be like so um yeah, we think we might can work with this. This is hot. She said it was the last part of that video where she was just like, oh, you hot. When she, said so, she was like, oh, God, I really want to find it before we get out of here. Find it. What? Wow. Oh, because I had tagged you in it. So it's probably in your mentions. Uh, but I thought you DM'd it to me. Oh no, it is probably in my mentions. Let me see if I can find. No, it. I retweeted it. I retweeted it. I retweeted it. It's a, it's back here. It's back in here. Oh gosh, I really didn't know it all. Oh, here we go. Definitely have to mix that international realm of it. Absolutely. Me, I'm a man of action. Who that? When the sun clip on the blue rock, some freaky freaky girl to tell me how much of them want to that. Cali and I gonna make up boy points and say who's that. That's Raven. Oh, she's hot. Oh, she's hot. She got it. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna need you to see a little bit, a little that, little that. Little. Hi. Oh, she hot. I don't even want people to feel bad, you know? Like, <laughs> yes, hot. Jesus, <laughs> that. Let me know. Let me know what is <laughs> up. I'm mm-hmm. scared. Mm-hmm. Ay, ay, ay. Okay. I am trying to bring up something here. Uh, Nope, that ain't it. That ain't it. All right. Uh, how can people keep up with you? People can keep up with me on Instagram at yeah. Raven Ashley Online. That's it. One long word. Raven Ashley Online. Instagram. And I have a blog. The blog is just the blog right now. The blog is there. What is it? It's RavenAshleyOnline.com, but I'm there you go. Go. <laughs> <laughs> she said we are under maintenance. Say, like, oops, error. This doesn't exist. But <laughs> maintenance, maintenance, maintenance. <laughs> it is. I, I swear to God, like it's coming. <laughs> it's on the toilet. I am working on it. I went through a very, I went through a creative depression, and if you mm, are creative, I feel like you been there you can relate you know exactly what I'm talking about where you're mm-hmm. so passionate about your project and then out of nowhere you it's like somebody unplugs you and you have no motivation you don't want to look at it you don't want to start it you don't want to work on it it doesn't it doesn't appeal to you anymore and like you just and that's what I did and yeah. so I'm coming coming back to it just because I've made such an investment in it. And I was so excited about it. It's just, it's something that I go through and like my personal life reflects mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And yeah, so that's what happened, y'all. But it's coming. It's going to come. It's coming. It's coming. Well, we all have a calling and your real job in life is to find out what that is. I hope you'll tune in with me right here next week on the Archie J Experience Millennial Conversations. What's your experience? I love you for listening. And until we speak again, follow me at Archie J Speaks in the podcast at at the Archie J Experience.